Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Jeff Fisher from Chewing the Fat, filling in for Pat today as he is gone Bigfoot hunting mm. up in the uh, up in the Northwest. Keith Malinak here as usual on the Pat Gray Unleashed program. Just like it says on the wall behind me. Uh, you know, there's one thing I will say, just as a side note, before we even get started today on what's happening around the world, because we talked yesterday about the Puerto Rican uh, power outage and the hurricane, uh, Fiona. I mean, they are uh, dark in Puerto Rico now. Uh, Hurricane Fiona did some damage to Puerto Rico. We had uh, Typhoon uh, Nanmadal uh, make landfall in Japan. Nanmadal? Nanmadal. Nan Madol, N A N M A D O L. Who's naming typhoons? I don't know. Uh, Bill. Bill names typhoons in Japan. And then we had uh, a 6.9 and a 6.5 magnitude earthquake hit Taiwan. Then we had the 7.5 earthquake that shook Mexico. Uh, Buildings swayed, the quake, they evacuated buildings in Mexico City. I watched some footage of the, some of the evacuations and the alarms were going off. And there are people where they had all these people out in the streets. And I thought, well, I guess that's a good idea. But, you know, if because you don't want them in the building if it, the building falls. But mm-hmm. if the building falls, I don't want to be on the street either. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure what the best move is there. That's a but, no-win situation. Right. Really, really strange. However, now back to my side. Oh, the now. World Meteorological Agency names typhoons. That's <laughs> what I said, Bill. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Bill <laughs> at the World the Meteorological yeah, Agency names you. typhoons. This there's something <laughs> about this room, and I don't, I don't, I hate to complain about you know Pat Gray Unleashed Broadcast Studio uh, here at Mercury Studios, Blaze Television and Radio Network, because okay. this room is. You know, a big part of the broadcast facility. I mean, it kind of happens. Has been. Yeah. It has been for quite some time. I mean, we all, when we first moved here to Texas, these were our rooms. I mean, I was in the other room I've, forever. I have worked in this room every day for a decade now. Yes. Since <laughs> we moved to Dallas. there is something in this room that makes this room particularly that just clogs me up. I can't breathe. It's unbelievable. Where... Where is the angel chorus music? I've been complaining about the air in this room from the minute I stepped foot in it. Thank no one, you. No one listens to you, though. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. Thank you. So you're no, stuffed I'm up a, because you're I'm in here so side. much now. I've been on your side. Yeah. For a while now. Yeah. Sure. I mean, not at first. No, not at first. I got it. No, not at first. I got it. Well, I mean, welcome. We may have been mocking going so, on So, But you have... I Absolutely. So... You're saying that you've spent a lot of time in here lately. Yes. And you're realizing that yes. that what they Something. put up behind this wall, Something. it's between this and the other wall. Trust me, I, I've got this figured out. Nobody cares, like you said. Oh, yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah. 
It's okay. It's fine. I'll live with it. You know, I'll, I'll take it some kind of allergy medicine. I don't like taking the allergy medicine, though, because that dries you out because it screws up my voice. Wait until they do an autopsy on us and peel whatever's in our lungs <laughs> oh, I'm, right out. That's going to happen. Yeah, I don't, no I don't know about what's in your body that. right no, now. but uh, I, I don't want an autopsy. I just want to step over me and keep going. I don't want. I don't want anybody to know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on That's a second. Fine. No, we actually. Your family should <laughs> donate your body to science. Oh, Think of the discoveries. Yeah. I've always, uh, you know, thought about going to the the body farm, getting shipped to the body farms. Yeah. Let me test you. I mean, I would love to tour a body farm. To be honest, do you know what those? I mean, there's several familiar. around the country. You don't. You, Put your body at the body farm, and they test it different ways. How long it takes you to decay? What bugs come out of you? So it's not just you. universities individually doing this. You're saying they are wholesale places. Well, where I think doing most this. of them probably are connected to the universities, okay. and I don't know how many there are. Around and they just the run experiments on you. to find out. But yeah, yeah, they run experiments on how some the dignity body. though. I don't know <laughs> dignity and death. I mean, at some point, right? Well, we've got this 800 pound man here. <laughs> he died three months ago. Look at that. Uh, wow yeah that's gross i, I know I but i'm sure it's very is. helpful too absolutely and if is. the person whose body it is gave consent then yeah go for it absolutely and that's maybe where the queen is right now as a matter of fact i don't think that's where the queen she's is. finally buried they did that finally. She's finally by the buried. way i would like to point out that that overtime did post before she was buried yes it did as predicted and i will say overtime. what was hilarious about it is that yesterday all the networks were carrying the funeral, of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, CNN was, I mean, they were 24-7. Don Lemon was there. It was his new morning, I mean, being promoting his new morning show. And it was CNN was there the entire time. I never saw a commercial. And after <laughs> we talked about how long is this pr pr procession, I opened up the guy, look up, and they finally went to a commercial. They dropped the picture in picture. They just the, the procession was down in the corner, and they went to a commercial. <laughs> like, look, we got to pay some bills. We, at just some go point. to the commercial. Just go to the commercial. Okay, uh, this is uh, this is never going to end. Go to a commercial. They're in India. They're coming back to England. Just go to a commercial. <laughs> I mean, it was incredible. It's finally done. And I, I see, you know, Charles is off mourning alone in Scotland now, quietly. Oh no. Ugh. And did you see where? <laughs> Let's have it. I will have a royal special this weekend on Chewing the Fat. Okay. Saturday, because uh, Chris Cruz and I are going to do a royal special. Oh, nice. Uh, on Chewing the Fat for Saturday. So look, I'm looking forward to that, because he's been on a trip, so I haven't been able to do any big royal Where did talk. Chris Cruz go? Ah, he went on some cruise. Serious cruise. Cruise, went on a cruise, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they were, I don't know, in the Middle East and all over the place. Ugh, who knows? How many I, ports I, you get in the Middle East? Try. <laughs> Uh, you pull in and they ship you off and you just wander around a while and okay. pretty soon you go, Hey, there's another ship. All right, we got on. Let's I go. See, I see. Go back. So and, you're gonna do a, a, and a so special I have a royal special coming up. But I see did you see where uh Probably not. If it was involved really? with the funeral. Really? No, so you have to enlighten me. All right, fine. Cause uh Biden was there, of course. Oh, I saw him I saw a picture of him playing with his tongue and, or something. And he uh he was it was awesome where they sat him. Oh, now if you want to talk about the falling of America, I read the falling of America. Now, I guess you say, okay, well, the family is a big family, but we have a picture of him. Uh, you know, he's like 14 rows back. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty incredible. It looks embarrassing. I mean, he sat uh, behind the Polish leader. Oh, behind the Polish leader. Oh. 
uh, directly in front of the Czech Republic. And Jill sat next to the president of Switzerland. Uh, and they were, you know, they were 14 rows back. There's one shot that's, I mean, you it, that you see how dramatic it is, how far away it was. Now, they gave him an aisle seat. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's In case the Depends start acting up. Gotta, <laughs> yes. Excuse me, yes. I got to shuffle off to and the then, bathroom. Uh, I, and I, I don't blame him for leaving because, uh, you know, the pro- procession was, you know, eight hours or ten hours long or whatever it was. So he was, I mean, I think, I think Joe was back in America. <laughs> By the time they buried the queen yesterday, which is wow. very possible. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. But I don't know if I just felt bad. I f- for, felt bad for him. I felt bad for us as Americans. Okay, you can feel bad would... for America. Don't feel bad for this okay. punk. All right. Well, I'm not feeling bad for him. Then. All right. I mean, we gave him an aisle seat. 14 rows back. Yeah, I looked for video of him playing with his tongue. All I could find was a still shot of him like going, uh-huh. <laughs> like that. And people were like, Joe Biden embarrasses America again. And everything was just a still shot. It wasn't a video. Right. So, anyway. Uh, just bad. Look at that, man. He's gone. Look at that. Just there's nothing up there. I know. And, you know, he. And Jill, every time I see them together, it just makes me more angry because she's just the enabler. That's good. We'll just leave it. She's, there. We'll she's, just leave it with the enabler. Oh, we don't yes, want we'll to run through a whole bunch enabler. of adjectives because no, I got them. Oh, I got plenty that's for Jill. That's fine. No, we'll all just right. Call it the enabler. I'll just that's drink my coffee. Just agonizing. And I see congratulations are in order. This is the only show that uh, recognizes uh, the WNBA. The championship happened. We should have uh, we should have congratulated the uh, Las Vegas Aces uh, for their win as the uh, the champions of the WNBA. I know. Congratulations for their dramatic 78 to 71 win over the Connecticut Sun in game 4. I uh, I know. and it's the first win in franchise history. Mm-hmm. And it's a major professional title yeah. for the team in Las Vegas. Okay. So Look at that. Congratulations and I'm sure that at least 10 people watched it cuz it was Sunday. I was going to say Oh my gosh! Did they do that? Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! A compare and contrast of I know. audience sizes of Week Two of the NFL versus the WNBA championship game. Oh my gosh! What are the ratings? I know. Uh, well, they probably had. Uh, they probably got a few hundred, couple hundred thousand anyway, right? Because they were up against, I mean, they've been playing up against the NFL Thursday and Saturday, and college on Saturday. Wow. So why do they do that? I don't know. Why Why do they want to hurt? I don't know. Um, so the average draw for the WNBA finals, I don't believe this, uh, $594,000. Oof. I don't know that I buy that either, but that, that that's, I think that's, I remember them saying that was for the playoffs, right? That the, was for the, the whole average. series. The, yeah. Okay. The finals. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. That's tough. Okay. So the average is five hundred thousand. They're not drawing that on Sunday. Sorry. Mm. No. That's not happening. Uh, the, uh, no. That's not happening. I don't believe that. But okay. All right. Congratulations. Anyway, you got it. And that was probably up from the last couple of years. The last few years, right? Five hundred thousand's got to be up for them. Those numbers it, were up because we saw. I, I did a story about how they were. Uh, excited about having uh, uh, being up by 
20 or 30% over the last few years for this season. What time was that game on Sunday? Because you watched it. I apologize for not knowing. <laughs> I was just trying to compare it at the same exact time of day to rando NFL game. So, oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is this is last year. Um, well, I don't know. But, uh, okay, yeah. All right. Um, last year it was $18 million on week two. Uh, for NFL. Oh, okay. Whew, uh, just made me nervous for a second. What do you mean? Like, I think that you was. Start just... talking millions. You're not talking the WNBA. No, 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 no. So, there you go. Yeah, I it mean, was, uh, you know, not even close. Yeah, not even close. Hey, you know, what we should make today too. Is uh, I didn't, I didn't promote it, but it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's Tuesday. If you're listening live, it's the 30th of uh, or the 20th of September, uh, 2022. So I should make it just unofficial Trucker Tuesday. Nice. Uh, so love the truck. Eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three is the phone number. Uh, just call in. Let me know how it's going out there. Unofficial Trucker Tuesday. I want to talk to the to my truckers. I mean, we heard a whole bunch about how important the rail workers were in the last few weeks, and they still are. Uh, you know, the truckers are really the heart of America. Railroad is the lifeblood, and hey. Uh, you know when they were when they were saying the railroad we're going to go on strike, we were saying how good the truckers were. We were back to loving the truckers all over again. But we needed like four hundred and sixty-seven thousand more long haul truckers just to make up the shortfall for the railroad strike if they were going down. So uh, you know the the railroad is all happy now. Well, maybe uh, you know they got a twenty-four percent increase, right? They got bonuses. They get back pay. The contract is five years, but it goes back to 2020. I yeah, think. what does that mean? Do they just get lump sum so they reimbursement? Get retro, retro, I think so. Okay, think and, so. and have the workers um, approved this for sure? I I feel like I'm not hearing anything. I know. About I feel like the workers are still. It's like in limbo. Well, so, the agreement is you won't strike while were, the vote's still going on. Right. So, and there were a couple of the unions that were impacted that weren't going to be part of it. Right, so they were they were like, yeah, well, we're just okay. We kind of agree, but we don't. So I don't know that they've ratified it. Mm. So, yeah, I guess it's done. But okay, I mean, a twenty four percent increase in pay, pretty good over the next few years. Uh, plus, they got the back pay and bonuses. They were getting anywhere from I don't know five to twenty thousand, right? Bonuses, no problem. Which, okay. well, I'm still sitting at trains um, as a uh, gallivant. Uh, well, about. yeah, no, they never stopped here. So they never stopped. So here. that's going to be my all. cue. And I, I, to be honest, <laughs> there's, uh, there's, uh, you know, one track that I have to wait on frequently, and uh, it's. I mean, they bring in coal. I'm happy to wait. Bring in my energy that you're charging me double for now. Anyway, um, no problem though. It's okay. I'm, I am happy to pay. Double for my power bills. Happy, happy about it. Mm. Oh man, oh, am I, it makes me makes me just smile when I pay double for energy, and it's going to get better. So wow, then you're going to have a lot of better. reasons to smile. I know for the that's what I'm future. saying. I know it's going to get better. Interesting. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> so I want to talk to the truckers. How's it going? I see. Uh, I see. We have uh, robot trucks out there now. 
Mm. I see him on the road. Uh, there's humans sitting in the cabs for now. But I don't How think. How do you know they're robo? Do they say it on the side? Yeah. They really? S- yeah, they say an uh, autonomous truck. No. Uh, for whatever company. And you see the cameras all around and stuff. There's a picture. I took a picture of the one not too long ago. Um, I'm, it's in the system, but I, you know, I don't, don't worry about trying to find it. But wow. they're out there, yeah. And I see the, you know, the I see the guy. Now that's a gig to have, the the robot truck driver. <laughs> I mean, there just was a Simpsons episode twenty <laughs> years ready ago to break. where Homer literally <laughs> just did that. That's a job. <laughs> that's a gig for now. For now, it yeah. is right until they, you know, until they everybody feels safer about. Uh, having them on the road without a human behind the wheel. And that will happen. That will happen soon enough. Mm. But um, anyway, unofficial Trucker Tuesday. So 888-900-3393. Call. Let me know how it's going out there. Uh, love to hear from you. Plus, today on Overtime, uh, we're going to talk to uh, Joel Strasser, who is a multiple Guinness world record holder oh cool. and uh, i'm excited to talk to uh joel again i talked to him a couple of years ago on chewing the fat so he's i think he has uh at least two or three more uh guinness records since i've talked to him and uh, he was also on you're uh, jealous aren't you i'm very jealous in I fact i barely so. want to talk to him <laughs> I, I mean i i hate him i hate him when oh, i'm wow. talking to him i know truth comes out i know well what are you going to do? And you talk about uh, bonuses that the railroad was getting. I see where uh, Honda, the uh, Marysville Honda Motors plant in Ohio, uh, were given their bonuses. And then the bosses said, um, yeah, uh, we overpaid you. So uh, <laughs> we're going to want our money back. <laughs> Bank error in your favor. <laughs> and not for long, though. No, <laughs> sorry. Uh, they don't know. We're not clear how much the overpayment was for each person because I guess, you know, it varied, obviously, between different employees. Mm. But uh, they said, yeah, we overpaid you. So uh, we're giving you uh, last week. They gave them nine days to decide uh, what they wanted to do, uh, how you're going to pay it back. And we don't know how much. Like no, rough, each, like the yeah, average. I, they said hundreds of dollars, so I don't know. You know, maybe I would say anywhere from a hundred to a few thousand. Anyway, right? Oops. Depending on depending on your job and what you do for them. Hope you saved your receipt for the uh, <laughs> new uh, beer cooler. <laughs> if you, you bought, bought that, yeah, no doubt. If you, I, I really wanted that windsurfer, but I'm gonna have to turn it back in now because uh. no problem. The kids, uh, the kids' shoes, gotta take them back. Mm. No, but they said they're going to give them nine days, and you can. Uh, the plan was to either deduct the money from future paychecks mm-hmm. or bonuses. So you could say, okay, well, uh, then my next bonus, take it out of that. Uh, you know, you're planning on bonuses, I guess, or you could pay them right back uh, with uh, cash up, cash or check. Just pay it all back right right now. I would say the best way, if it were me. Uh, the best way would be to take it out of future bonuses, I guess. You know, take because then way you have the money now. You know, pay me now, and then I'll worry about it later. That's the American way, right? Um, don't just. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I would really. I would not be happy about that choice. I would not be happy about that choice. Thank you, man. You guys did such a great job. Here's here's a bonus. Oh, hey, no, so so sorry. 
Wow. We paid you too much. Uh, you're going to have to pay it back. Nothing. I mean, that'll make you have loyalty to Honda Marysville plant in Ohio right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing. You got, we, we love you very much, you employees, each and every one of you. We don't, however, love you that much. No, we're not loving you that much. We want that money back. Okay, we paid you way too much. <laughs> Our bad. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. Didn't mean to. Didn't mean to do it. But you're gonna have to pay it back. So just decide. And I guess they said that if you couldn't decide or you didn't decide, they would uh, deduct it from future bonuses by default. That's the way it was reported. So oh, that's kind of bold. They- they're just assuming there's going to be future bonuses, huh? Right, but that's the way, right? So if there's no bonuses, thing is, right? If you got, if your bonus was, if your bonus was, I don't know, let's say five hundred bucks, and you were supposed to get two hundred bucks um, next year, you're supposed to get two hundred bucks. Yeah, you're not getting a bonus, and you're still in the hole for a hundred. So uh, <laughs> a couple of bonuses down the road, where you're not, you're getting nothing. Okay, maybe two bonuses from now, we'll give you a little bit of money, and you'll be, uh, you'll be okay. You'll be back up. You'll be back in the red. I don't know, uh, but it can't be fun to be an employee there. I guess you know, I'd, I'd be really, I would be unhappy <laughs> as an employee of the uh, of the Honda. Motors Marysville plant in Ohio. I remember one year I worked uh, at a radio station, and our Christmas bonus was uh, was a backpack. Nice with the uh, company logo on it. Well, I mean that's nice. I hate to have to give that back. It's a backpack. <clears throat> Actually, I still have it. I have so- it. <laughs> it was probably a good it one. Was truly it was an LLB backpack. It's in great shape. Twenty three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the collectors now yeah. can't get rid of that bad boy. Mm-hmm. Man, we used to have uh, our, our bonuses, I guess, were considered the Christmas party. And then they had uh, where you would play stupid games and win prizes. So the prizes were kind of like your bonuses that you would that you would win at the Christmas party. Oh, wow. Which was nice. Were uh, these games of skill? You'd have to... Did you say you had to play a game? Yeah, they had like uh, trivia games or oh, whatever, okay. and you would, uh, and then you would buy, you would win tickets, and then the tickets would get you an opportunity to win. I mean, we had I mean, there was a, you know, all coffee makers and and mm. I mean, big prizes. Cool, it was fun to take home. You know, people walking out of there with with uh, you know cappuccino machines and coffee makers. I mean, that's that's nice. It's nice regifting for Christmas presents. Not that I would do anything like that. But it, uh, no, people, because it was reported to me that some people did that. Right, I was going to say, you would have to be a gift giver to begin with before you <laughs> were in a position to re-gift something. And another thing that's great in America today is that now, if you thought the supply chain crisis was going on, I mean, with our truckers and the railroads, I mean, the railroads are still cr- cranking along. Product is still happening. Uh, we now have, and if you've gone to the grocery store at all, you see that, uh, you know, there's many items that you see are fronted up on empty shelves that, wow, that's a big space for one <laughs> cereal. Yeah. That's because all the other cereals are out. Uh, you know, so the cells, that's like what they, they do in product. third world countries. I know. I know. Huh. But, I wonder uh, what's happening to us. <clears throat> uh, I got this, uh. Uh, this tweet is from, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't follow your handle here. Uh, but, uh, someone is saying that you need to send out your Christmas 
presence now because of hours being cut back at UPS, FedEx, and uh, overworked yeah. uh, USPS drivers. You know, they were I like, mean, yeah, go ahead and send those now. FedEx is already, ta- I think it was FedEx, right, was talking about uh, uh, really, really, really cutting back. <laughs> All right, I mean. Merry Christmas. Okay. I know it's not October yet, but I just just put these away. I mean, uh <laughs> I would say that you're probably pretty good with Amazon, although uh, they just shut down several of their warehouses. Uh, until, well, they shut really? down. Well, I don't know that they shut them down completely from working, but they shut them. They had to shut them down briefly because the solar panels were catching on fire. And so, solar panels were catching the solar on panels fire? were catching on fire. So they stopped using. I mean, they had to shut them. I mean, a couple of the warehouses had to shut down because they were. I mean, they caught fire, and then they had to shut. They've shut down the solar panel usage at those plants. So I'm sure that those plant, those those warehouses are probably still open now. But I mean, I've, they've had two or three completely shut down because of the solar panel fires. Good, that's going green, going green, that's going good. green. But where I was headed is this Hashtag is kind of, going, going green, going green, baby. <laughs> Going green, and uh, if things, if you think, well, you know what, man, things are bad. Just gonna go to the bar and drink. Hmm. Well, there's gonna What's be that? a beer shortage. Just letting you know. <laughs> I know brewers across the country are reporting production delays and getting beer to the market and drafting that. contingency plans to switch to nitrogen mm. because there's a CO2 shortage. Mm-hmm. The carbon dioxide production shortage caused by natural contamination at the Jackson Dome, a Mississippi reservoir of CO2 from an extinct volcano, forcing brewers Wait, to what cut is happening? back. Wait, hold on. Rewind this. Rewind this. Okay. An extinct volcano is causing a beer shortage at the neighborhood bar and grill? Yes, because they're running out of CO2. It's being, uh, it, was, it was being contaminated. That's where they get the CO2. Wow. I, I this know. interconnected world isn't really working out so well. No, it, it doesn't seem to be. It doesn't seem to be. A night shift brewery outside of Boston shut down a facility after being told their carbon dioxide supply was cut for the foreseeable future, possibly more than a year. Beer makers, particularly small independent craft brewers, are struggling with inflation and supply chain troubles. Uh, it's been a struggle to keep the doors open, what Burrow said in Colorado. So apparently uh, there's a way that some brewers are, they think they're insulated from the shortage because they capture natural carbon dioxide from the brewing process mm. and store it for future use, which probably should be doing that anyway. Right? I mean, that's what you should be doing. So, because I, I know Denver Beer Company, it says here in the story, in Colorado uses reclaimed CO2 and sells extra supply to the cannabis company to use in the <laughs> grow houses. So, I mean, you'll still be able to smoke a little weed. you still be able to smoke a little weed. Good. Let's make that legal. That's good. Let's go ahead and legalize that bad boy. That needs to happen anyway. I mean, why are we messing around? Why are we messing around with the world? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's unofficial Trucker Tuesday. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, they're lined up. All right. Well, let's. I mean, we're coming at the. Oh, we got time. Let's go to. Uh, let's go to Al. Al, Missouri. How are you? It's unofficial Trucker Tuesday. Welcome. Morning. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. How are you? 
I'm great, sir. Trucking down the highway. All right, so how's it going out there? How you feeling? What's happening? What's happening on the roads of America? Uh, it's beautiful out here. Beautiful sunrise, and uh, like I said, <laughs> trucking down the highway. <laughs> are you are you are you making any money, staying alive, or are you struggling? No, sir. Uh, so far, so good. Nice. So, do you own your rig, or do you work for a, a, a separate company? I work for a company. And do you, is strictly, do you stay in Missouri or do you go outside? Uh, no, I, I do a lot of regional stuff. I'm on my way to uh, Memphis, Tennessee right now. Okay. What do you, what are you hauling? Uh, aerospace aluminum. And, and so that you take it down to Memphis and then, and then you pick up a load and bring it back to, uh, bring it back to Columbia, Missouri. Uh, no, I just deadhead back usually. So. <laughs> how are the uh, fuel prices affecting you uh yeah i mean it's uh you know it started going down uh, a few weeks back it went down a little bit but now it's just shooting right back up so it was like we had a uh, kind of a reprieve you know for a little while yeah that didn't last long yeah so. no kidding but no the reason i was i was calling to let you guys know i know there's a lot of you know a lot of people think that Joe Biden being a truck driver years ago, he claimed to be a truck driver. Yes. You know, that that was BS, but it's not BS. He's actually my instructor, and he's riding with me right now. <laughs> Joe Biden is your as is with you right now. Yeah, he's uh, sleeping. Yeah. All right. I mean. I don't get okay. it. Okay. He, he kind of sucks as an instructor. He sleeps a lot. But. <laughs> You're not nearly as smart as I thought you were. There you go. So, uh, all right. So, Al, I appreciate it very much. Thank you. I'm glad you're on the road. Stay safe out there. I need to. I need to. You know, I need to hear the horn before you go away. I mean, that's part of the rules. All right, that's what I'm saying. Thank you very much, Al. I appreciate it. All right, official Trucker Tuesday. Whenever you get a trucker to do that, I always just imagine the person in the lane next to them going what, what the, the hell i got it okay, what did i do I, what did i do i'm just driving here i, <laughs> I didn't was, even try to cut you off i was between the lines bro <laughs> all right unofficial trucker tuesday don't worry i know you're all rode up we'll get to you he's pat gray he's unleashed and he's on the blades welcome to it how are you Pat Gray Unleashed program. Jeff Fisher from Chewing the Fat. Filling in for Pat as he's off uh, Bigfoot hunting in the Northwest. Keith Malinak here as well. Uh, I did get, uh, we'll get to, I've got to get to uh, Biden's executive orders, how many he's written. I've got, I had, uh, I had a look at all the things that we've sent to Ukraine. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, enough is enough. Uh, and they should, they should hopefully uh, take over the entire country with what we've sent them already. And we're going to go ahead and keep sending them more. But we, uh, just one more, <laughs> one more, and I know it's unofficial Trucker Tuesday. I'm going to get to them. I got them, I got them all rowed up here. Uh, 888-900-3393 is the phone number. I, I am excited to talk to truckers uh, wherever you're driving today. But I did get a message from the queen yesterday and uh wait what now i did get a message from the queen how's that yesterday work? well uh i came to my instagram as a direct message that says hey it's me queen elizabeth i am not dead charles sent me to a deserted island so he could be king <laughs> 
I don't have access to my royal money, so please cash at me $300 so I could get back to the UK. Uh, that so is just saying. awesome. I'm just saying. Uh, you know, the queen, it's possible that the queen is not dead. Oh, okay, hang on a second. It's possible. Tea and biscuits. Look at that. <laughs> Time out. Time out. Uh, 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 you know more than one person responded to that and sent money. Okay. Oh, my gosh. That is stupid yet genius at the same time. <laughs> I need to try this. I need to try this. I mean, that's a Nigerian print scam. Right, it's right. Perfect. I get as... them all the time. I do it on Chewing all the awesome. time. I get emails all the time telling me that they're going to send me money and how how to contact them. Different different barristers, different rulers, all the time. And uh, I'm close. I'm close now. If my power bill goes up another time, I may reach out finally to some of these people and see if I can get some of the four point five million euros that's in an account that hey, needs my help what what is your email address because someone was asking me this uh through twitter yesterday and i'm because they're like i can't message jeffy what's his email address well you can always email me at chewing the fat at the yes i got it right yay there you go okay you got that matt but you could i mean if you follow me on twitter at jeffy you got that matt i don't have my oh so i don't have my i don't have my dms blocked or anything that's weird all right matt there yeah. you go all right, so uh, unofficial trucker Tuesday, eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three. Let's uh, you know see how you're doing out there on the roads. Uh, Wes, line two in Oklahoma. How are you, Wes? Good morning. This morning in the morning. Hey, absolutely. <laughs> how are you? I am just doing just. I have to just stand on my hands, keep from waving at everybody. I mean, it's a beautiful day. <laughs> so how's it going on the roads? My fa- well, first of all, I'm talking to two of my favorite Blaze personalities at Aww. one time. Aww. That's Aww. sweet, Wes. Uh, where where uh, are you right uh, now? Uh, Florence, um, is it North or South Carolina? <laughs> North Carolina, I think. Yeah. Anyway. That, that's usually South North Carolina. or South Carolina. South, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, that's where I'm at, though. What are you uh, hauling? Uh, um, meat. Nice. I haul high-quality steaks, brother. Mostly. Uh, make a left. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, continue. Well, I was actually I was supposed to deliver in Dallas the other day, but because of a of a breakdown, um, I uh, had to uh, let that little go to somebody else, and I wound up out here in the Carolinas. So, yeah. uh, all right, whatever, that's fine. Wait, was it your truck that broke down? Yeah, I'll tell you, she got a million ninety eight thousand six hundred seventeen miles on her. She getting a little little tired. A little long you know? in the tooth. Uh, it might be time to turn that bad boy in. Oh. Well, the thing is, is back in 2020, I had four breakdowns that averaged about nine grand a piece to get out of the shop, and about the same Ooh. in Los Angeles Avenue. How do you do Avenue. it? And so, so that was see that there was my new truck there. It's Taylor's way of telling me we're together for life, dude. Um, How do you? You do just it? do it, Keith. I mean, you just do it. That's yeah. it. You know, you just keep going. Bless I, you. Last week I was down, and uh, I just I'd gone to Florida for vacation, came back. Truck's supposed to be ready, wasn't. Just getting a bunch of little things done, and um, then it broke down right after the first run. Thought it was bad fuel. Turned out to be uh, uh, the Delta P was clogged and my uh, throttle sensor wasn't working. You should have called me. I, I would have told you that the Delta P was clogged. I mean, that's all you have well, to do that, is just call no, me. No, Jeffy, that's what everybody thought. It turned out, no. <laughs> the reason that my truck either thought it was idling or at full throttle was because the coolant module sensor was was bad. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, of course. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> but that was controlling the, the, the uh, flow to, of, to the motor. But, How, how's your you flux capacitor what? doing? <laughs> Uh, that is doing awesome. Okay, I, cool. I've got to get in tuned up. But 
Hey guys, it still costs me about eight hundred dollars every two or three days for uh, wow. a couple of tanks of fuel. I got a two hundred seventy-five gallon capacity, and and but you know what? I'm out here. I'm working. It's a beautiful day. I, um, I get to to listen to the blaze all day because uh, you know that's what we do. Right. Uh, and uh, it's it's. It's just wonderful life. It really is. My wife would prefer I was home a little more often, at least until I am home no, a little more often. No, that's right. Yeah, no, she doesn't. <laughs> She's just telling you that. Don't let her. Don't believe that. But I got. There's one thing that has kind of reemerged, and I'm very happy about it. And that is truckers sitting around in the restaurants talking again. Mm. Yes. I mean that that had become almost extinct. I mean, the CBs just, I mean, hardly any CB chatter. Mine don't even work. Uh, my, my antennas are bad, and I haven't even bothered to replace them. But, wow. Uh, guys sitting around in the, in the truck stop talking. Uh, the other day, while I was in the shop on this other thing, um, got to talk to a guy who's been out here 47 years. He's owned uh, up to seven trucks at one time. He'd retired, bought him a Dodge Ram 3500 until he could pull his RV around. And decided he wanted to go hot shot a little bit because he's bored. And so he's back out here at 72 years old running again. And wow. <clears throat> just the, talking about all the things he's been through and things he's seen. And it's, you know, it's not a life very many people can handle, but it's all in all, it's a great way to live. It really is. So wait, Wes, you were saying that, is it the pandemic that kept people uh, from hanging around? And, and yeah, they shut down out? those restaurants, yeah. right? Yeah. Cell phones. Cell phones. Cell phones. Cell phones. Everybody's too busy looking at their phone, just like anywhere else. So why are they now congregating again? Um, well, I guess because it's people like me that are used to uh, the old lifestyle of sitting around and That's good, talking man. and everything. I love it. Uh, well, we're, we're starting to get, you know, we're starting to sit around and talk again. Good. Remember, because, well, you'll see that the other guys sitting off in the corners with their flip-flops on, um, <laughs> staring at their phones, but, right. you know. <laughs> By the way, tell uh, your GPS but, voice to uh, pipe down. We're having a conversation over here. <laughs> Jesus, I, well, you know, shut up. Do you know that? Do you know that GPS stand? Well, all GPSs are named Gloria, and that stands for Gloria. Is pretty stupid. So <laughs> okay, I didn't know I, that. She just took me off the truck route and put me through the middle of town. Oh, <laughs> that's which a, no, is common. Yeah, no doubt. E. All right, Wes, I appreciate it. Now, listen. So you're you're hauling? Uh, do you haul? whatever you want since uh you know you're this is your your tractor and uh you know it has over a million miles on it do you haul what you am, want or do you just specifically work for someone else well i, I am i am leased on to one of glenn's favorite companies cargill and uh, we are a meat company I, I am even though i live in muskogee oklahoma i am based out of freona texas because we have a meat plant there that um, kills four beef a minute, three, uh, 364 days a year. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, they run two shifts doing that and then they use eight hours to clean up and they do that all but like Christmas and you know, when they break down, but, uh, sometimes I haul a few other things. I, I've hauled a lot of beer. I've hauled bricks, but mostly meat. Yeah. Mostly and meat. I, also our Turkey plant over in Springdale, Arkansas, uh, I haul a lot out of there, but yeah. But it's a good life, guys, for for those that that can live it. That's excellent. So I appreciate it, Wes. Thank you very much. And now, you you guys, appreciate y'all. I need to. I need. I need to. I need to hear the horn, no matter where you're at in America. Oh, we cut him off. You don't. Oh, don't hang up on Wes. No. Oh, the end of the. The day has gone bad already. Yeah. Now, now the karma. It's just. 
I'm hurting. The day has gone bad already. Wes, we're leaving. A line is open for yeah. you to call back. This day will not go on without a horn from Wes. Spencer in Nevada. Spencer, welcome on line three. How are you? Hey, I'm I'm great. I just wanted to call and let you guys know that uh, when I first heard guys making fun of Jeffy on the radio, I thought, there's no way people can be this rude to somebody. I know, like right? Skinny, he must be like a skinny guy or something. They're just joking around. Then I saw a picture of you, and I thought I realized how fat you were, and it was—it just blew my mind that they would be that rude. Well, I'm so happy you called today. <laughs> means uh, means a lot to me, Spencer. People means, are rude to you. Means a Jeffrey? lot. Uh, means a lot. Uh, hey, you know what, Jeffy? I'm I am also a fat guy. I just I just I just love the banter. It's so. Where where are you where are you at right now, Spencer? Where are you running? I'm just coming out of Vegas, headed back to Salt Lake City. What are you hauling? Uh, I've got car parts. Car parts, boy. Car car things. I don't know. Airbags, electronics, stuff like that. Are Pretty they light. stolen? <laughs> Probably. I was down on the Mexico border this okay. morning. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't ask questions. I just pick it up and I run it. That's what I like <laughs> to know? hear. Just hook it up. I don't okay. want to know. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Real. So it said here uh, that you had a comment about the autonomous trucking. What's up? Oh, boy. Oh, I was just saying, I was thinking to myself, man, it'd be great if I had a little robot I could just send out there in the snow to chain my truck for me when I'm going up over mountain passes and stuff. I, I'd go up to that for sure. Well, that's not what, like what the button I, I understand, and I appreciate it, Spencer. And that's you know, I appreciate it. Be safe out there. Are you uh, you're surviving? You're working nonstop now? Well, what's crazy is uh, I started my trucking career in the oil fields in Alaska. I was up there for eight years. And uh, during the COVID pandemic and all the garbage that went down, they started shutting everything down. And then we had the crazy uh, executive orders uh, shut down the leases that they had, that they were doing exploration. I was with ConocoPhillips uh, on an exploration team. And uh, they ended up shutting down I mean, they found millions of barrels of oil as the Willow Project. Right. I don't know if you heard about that. Yes, I have. But, uh, yeah, so I was part of I was part of a big crew that was doing the exploration. And uh, anyway, I got I ended up getting laid off uh, winter of 2020, and then I got back up there. Uh, gosh, it was the summer. It was last summer, and when I was up there, all they were doing was shutting down wells. They Amazing. weren't exploring they weren't doing anything they all the work that we had to do was just hauling fluids to to pump down in the well to shut them down amazing it was, it was pretty pretty insane yeah. yeah so i haven't been able to get back i've been down you know in the lower 48 driving truck now just just to make ends meet because uh all my oil field work just went away right you know we just and thank yeah. you spencer i appreciate it very much uh i need to hear the horn now before we go away is what oh yeah happen. let me uh hello let me get the horn going here there's something happening there okay thank <laughs> you that's a good one i appreciate it spencer all right be safe out there spencer i appreciate Will it very you. much you know he you talked about uh i i i take care of uh 
helped produce the Jackie Daly show that uh, airs on this network. And she, the last week, just had the Alaska governor on. And he is, if you have an opportunity to listen to him uh, on her show, uh, give a listen. He talks a lot about how important and what Alaska brings to the table. And he was, you know, he also, we also mentioned the executive orders. According to this, Biden is now uh, signed, uh, I think, a near 100 executive orders. Yeah, I think, 99. I think he's standing at, yeah, I was going to say at 99, right, since taking office, which is special. Uh, good, good for him. So they're saying now that uh, according to a budgetary impact analysis uh, that accompanies each order, uh, but does not include an actual monetary cost. Instead, they contain, uh, well, does it has a little bit of impact? Is it going to increase or decrease federal costs? Well, you know what? Uh, they believe that the uh, executive orders have cost the taxpayers more than a trillion dollars so far. That's according to the Heritage Foundation. All right, so now I know the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office has said, oh, no, it's, it's it's closer to $500 million. Oh, all right. Well, so who do I believe? Yeah, I love how they're they're guessing. They, they're like, yeah, we, we estimate, we estimate, blah, blah, blah. It's $1.5 trillion is uh, by some estimations. I mean, the student loan handout was initially estimated to cost taxpayers up to about $500 billion, but a recent uh, Penn Wharton budget model said, no, nah, that's a trillion, too. Uh, that's just the student loan debt. Right. Uh, so I'm sure that none of that will have an impact on inflation. Yeah. So yeah. so for perspective, the entire federal budget um, as recently as 1997 was one point six trillion. Biden has just been signing it on his own at one point five trillion executive orders. I mean, we we're are fine. At, we're doing fine. Right. So, I mean, we are at what's our Debt. Oh gosh, thirty something. Right. Uh, where I think it's ahead of the story. Gosh darn it. I'll look at the debt clock here. <laughs> remember, remember? Yes, I used did. to be just over. thinking about this. Yeah. Same so, thing. so right, right outside our building in New York was a debt clock. And most days, I would come out of the building and turn right to go catch the bus or the train. But some days, I'm like, ah, let me see what the debt's doing today. Oh my gosh! And I turn left. Is right those outside. days, I was smoking. Uh-huh, so yeah. uh, I used to. There was a restaurant that opened up uh, around eleven o'clock in the morning. So in the Subway? morning, when I would show up, no, oh. no, there was a, <laughs> okay, a little, there was a little Japanese restaurant right. there. That uh, had the had the overhang and the little uh, table set up outside, but they were never open in the morning. So I used to stand underneath that and smoke. And if you if I if you move to the left just a little bit, you always had the debt clock right yep. there to look yep. at. I'd, I'd hit the subway morning. right there, the old debt clock, and then run up for patents too. Okay, here we go. When you started telling your story about uh, Joe yeah. Biden, in front, we were only at uh, twenty nine trillion in debt. We're now at thirty. Wow. Uh, 0.9. We're, we'll, we'll get to 31 soon. Wow. That's just... The debt per taxpayer, $245,000. Okay. Debt per U.S. citizens, so that would be kids and everything included there, 92000 Mm-hmm. Just incredible. That's... And we also have uh, help from George Soros and his uh, Open Society, which is uh, supporting uh, the governing for impacts effort to protect american workers consumers patients students and the environment through 
policy reform. Oh, well, that's nice of them. I appreciate that. There, I love the, and so it's the Open Soros, it's the George Soros funded group from Open Society, but that group is governing for impact. So it's a separate little secret group that we've put together to just spend money on that. So anyway, Joe Biden is on his way. Uh, he's helping the country and doing great things. I don't mean that whatsoever. Uh, he's almost at 100. Uh, and he's so, I mean, he's impacting people's livelihoods with his executive orders. And, I mean, we're, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, yeah, doomed. Uh, Wes. Wes, welcome back. Yes, thank you, Wes. Line two. Hello. I'm sorry. Oh, we have Good morning to. Again, I apologize. Guys. I apologize for the world has gone off kilter a little bit. So, I just wanted to, you know, you can't be on without blowing your horn for me. Well, actually, I did when I said good morning, but uh, you requested I call back. So. Okay. You thank go. you. See, that's kind of a sad little horn, though, Wes. I mean, maybe you ought to upgrade a little. Well, bit. Well, I'm 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 in town and uh, uh, going through the school zone, so. <laughs> a lot of traffic. Oh, my God! Oh, draw oh. the wrong attention. You know what I mean, Jeffy? Fine. Thank you. Have a nice day. You too. Thank you, guys. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it. How are you? Thanks for tuning in to Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat's on vacation. Jeff Fisher here, chewing the fat. Filling in. Keith Malinak here as well, as usual. It is unofficial Trucker Tuesday, uh, 888-900-3393. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, we were talking a little bit about Joe Biden's uh, executive orders uh, in between talking to uh, some of the great truckers we have around the country. I will get to the full billion-dollar 16. This list says $16 billion list of what Biden has sent Ukraine. I don't know why. I feel like it's more. Uh, but they will go. They break down the list of what we've sent to Ukraine, and so uh, and this list is, and I and I apologize. It's over fifteen billion. It's not sixteen billion. But I feel so like you lied. I did already. I already lied. So it is more than the fifteen. Who do you billion. trust? If you can't trust but, Jeffy, <laughs> but I feel like it's more than that. I, I want to. I, I don't think. I don't think we're. I think we're missing something. I don't know what, but I feel like we're missing something because every time I turn around, there's more billions to go. At what point is there an ink shortage or a paper shortage? There doesn't seem to be. Well, you know what? That's coming, right? I mean, that's why Biden is talking about digital currency. Oh, my gosh. Don't get me started on that. They will. That's why they're talking control about Control everything. That's correct. Bitcoin cryptocurrency is the very last. See, they thought they had all the exits blocked off. And there was this little crack open right there, and it was cryptocurrency. And the federal government goes, oh, wait, do wait, something wait, about wait, that. Close wait, that wait, door. Wait. That's exactly what's wait, about wait, to happen. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Resist. Resist that. Oh, gosh. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR, at Keith Malinak, and, of course, at Pat Gray Unleashed is uh, the Twitter that Pat you can tweet. Pat Unleashed. Yeah. That's what I said. There was no room for the gray in Twitter world. We could Twitter, man. Pat Unleashed. Right. We could Twitter. Frank, line four in Oklahoma. How in the world are you, Frank? What's going on, guys? How are you this morning? Another beautiful day. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for asking. Really? You're fantastic? Yes, I am. You're stuffy, though. I am. I am. This room is killing (laughs) me. So uh, where are you at, Frank? I am in an alley in Dunweg, Missouri, waiting to unload my truck, matter of fact. What, uh, what 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 are you unloading? 
37-pound boxes of drywall mud, ready-made mud. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, hold on. Spell the town you're in. What town is it? D-U-E-N-W-E-G. And they have uh, alleys in that town? The town's big enough for alleys? Fact, they do. <laughs> wow, yeah, cool. It's a... It's a, it's a it's the only alley in town, and the police department uses part of the alley, so you have to creep through the through the alley because that's how they get out on the main drag. Wow, that town is big enough for its own Greyhound bus station, I see. Absolutely. That's a Missouri I'm we're talking right, about. Matter of fact, I am right down the street from that, that Greyhound station you just Googled. <laughs> no, All right. Hey, get some beef jerky at the Phillips 66 across the street while you're there. <laughs> how long have you been uh, waiting, and how long are you planning on waiting? Oh, no. Uh... These guys, this place I go, I come here once a week, and uh, they get their guys loaded up to go out because they're all blue-collar workers. It's a uh, it's a drywall and insulation contractor, private company, and um, they got guys loading trucks right now, waiting to go, and it uh, takes about 10, 15 minutes, and we're out of here, too. And uh, where? You know, just middle America, back to Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, to grab another load to go to Oklahoma City. Mm. And, and that's going to be drywall mud again? Yep, that's all they haul, drywall mud. Wow. No doubt. Well, so I, I don't think this is going to affect you, Frank, since you're about to scoot out of town. But tomorrow there, it's going to be 100 degrees for a high temperature. What's up with that? And then the <laughs> next day, Thursday, it's going to be a high temperature of 66. Oh, nice. Just throwing well, that out Broken there. Arrow, where I live, uh, it's going to be 101 tomorrow. It's supposed to break uh, this is uh, gross. September weather record. I don't like it. Uh, and then... And then Thursday it's supposed to be eighty-seven. So, yeah, that's falls. Oklahoma. That's this part of the country weather. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. So how we have thunder uh, snow tomorrow? So if you what? do you uh, work uh, for yourself or do you work for the uh, the drywall mud company? I work for the drywall mud company. Okay, um, but I, my my boss, who also drives a truck, has his own truck, the trucking company that he runs, and it's. It's fun to see the difference between the two companies, him trying to, to find loads and, and make money. Uh, I just filled up this morning in Big Cabin, Oklahoma, and paid four sixty four a gallon, put about 900 bucks in the truck, oh, and that's every God. two days. Oh. But, but he's doing it. I'm, I'm living off of company money, and he's living off his own money. Right. Uh, he can't afford to, uh, to uh, get another truck to keep his trucking company going, so he's still driving for the... You know, for, for the, the mud company, company, right, mm. right. And and Stu, this is for you, brother. I know you're still waiting on your your uh, Escalade. <laughs> we waited 18 months for a new truck out of Mexico, a, a Freightliner, because <laughs> they didn't have any chips for our truck either. So, wow. But you finally got it. Yeah, I finally got it. But yeah, but we, it took us three years to get two trucks. I mean, we talked to we, the, we talked to a guy earlier. He's hauling auto parts up from Mexico, so there's parts coming. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but they're going. The trucks are built in Mexico, so those parts are going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> it's only eighteen months. You got it. No problem. Don't worry about yeah, it. So it's only eighteen months. Let's hear it, Frank. I yes, hear this. thank you. <laughs> uh, and one one other thing, Jeffy. Yes, dude, I can haul eighty thousand pounds. So if you need a ride, you come. Oh dang! Home, right? Oh, wow. thank you. That's, so, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Do I we really get to hear the horn, it. or we get to hear another Jeffy joke? Well, well, I was just trying to keep up with you, Stu. That's all I'm doing, brother. 
Okay. Um, I'm actually in the back of the truck. I can give you the I can give you the horn on my electric pallet jack if you want, because I'm actually in the back of the truck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Okay. That's good. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, Frank. I appreciate it. Be safe out there. I'll Take care. I'll call you back in about 15 minutes and give you the big horn. How's that? Oh, do do I? My heart is beating extra fast for your horn beep. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate. Hey guys, it. I listen to you guys every morning, and I, I truly appreciate y'all. I know we was fun and laughing, but you guys help us guys out here on the road make it through the day every morning. I truly appreciate it. You're welcome, and thank you. Appreciate it. Be safe out there. No thanks to Stu, though. You guys, uh, he doesn't do guy. anything Nobody for likes you. Nobody that guy. First of all, uh, just... I said you guys. Yeah, thank you, you guys. <laughs> thank you. Of course, Pat's not there, so oh well. <laughs> okay, good stuff, man. Have a good way. Thanks, Frank. I appreciate right, see it. See <laughs> Unofficial Trucker Tuesday, eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three is the phone number. Devin, line one. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for taking the call. Yeah, buddy. Uh, and Where also, and also. Oh, I'm I'm in Idaho. Awesome. What's up? Yeah. So, well, I just got off work, so I don't have a horn to blast for Jeffy there. Um, <laughs> Thanks for calling, Devin. Take care. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> What's up? How are you? If you just got off work, so that means you don't own your truck? You work for a company? I work for a company, yeah. Our day guy, he, he had to take the truck for me. So, What do you usually haul? So no, uh, diesel and gas for all the... Mm. Walmart gas stations and oh, some of the oh, truck yeah. stops around here. Yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. is that for Murphy's? For, no, for uh, the pilots and all the trucking companies. Got it. Okay, and I appreciate yeah. it. I mean, that, so that I mean, that's first of all. I mean, that's usually three a.m. in the morning is when you guys are pulling into those places to fill up those tanks. So you're doing a lot of your work overnight. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I work all night long. Yeah. 5.30 at night till 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, I mean, that's we don't want you on the road during the day. Okay, we got too many other things going on out there. You deliver overnights. So I appreciate it, Devin. Thank you. You be safe out there, okay? All right, will do. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It means a lot. You know, I I really truly believe that the truckers are the lifeblood of America. Without question. Uh, There's no doubt. And it, it was always so strange, uh, you know, when, when I first started doing this at the time because there was nobody on the road except for the truckers. And, uh, you know, they, they took just took a beating from uh, from people. I'm like, wait, they're the lifeblood, man. These guys are out there working. I, I drive by that warehouse, that, that Kroger warehouse, almost, well, at least once a day. And, uh, you know, they, they are rode up every day. <laughs> they they are road up there every day. In fact, they just put in new lights and everything along the road for these damn truckers, which is really kind of ticking me off. To come to think of it, what do you mean? Now I'm mad. You know Why are you what? upset? Because I now I have to stop at the light. Oh oh oh! Like the a red light. Should wait oh. for me. Hmm. <laughs> Travis, welcome to the show. Line two. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Hey, can you hear me? I can, Travis. How are you? Hey, uh, cool. It's not, uh, nice to meet you, D. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm driving right now. I actually just drove all the way across America. It's a pretty cool trip. Really? Uh, from uh, or- Yeah, I went from all the way to the other side of Portland to uh, uh, to New York. And now I'm on my way back to Nebraska. But, uh, yeah, I've been listening to you guys for years. I've been listening to Glenn for years, Glenn Beck. 
I'm sorry about uh, that. For, for, I mean, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, but uh, yeah, truck driving's cool. I've never I've never been on a radio before. So, truck driving's been good to me though. Um, the uh, yeah, I uh, I was actually I've only been driving a truck three years. I was actually uh, in in prison for seven years. Okay. And when I got out, yeah, when I got out, they were like. Uh, you know, if you really want to do something with yourself, they'll pay for training for something. There's basically three options, and one of them was truck driving. And it's been I make I make an incredible amount of money for somebody that shouldn't make any money, <laughs> really. <laughs> you know what I mean? And well, that is awesome. But I, I, yeah, but I listened to Glenn Beck in prison for years. We had a radio in there. Yeah. I mean, it was either him or Alex Jones, and I went with. <laughs> I will say that you are. I will say just so you know, you are not alone. Uh, I've talked to yeah. uh, multiple former uh, prison inmates that listen to the show, and uh, we oh, appreciate it. Yeah, you guys have. Yeah, you guys have no idea. There's a whole bunch of them in there. Uh, people that listen and you know to conservative radio. Yeah. I mean, people you wouldn't even expect. So Travis, conservative radio. If you're if you're in there yeah. and you're listening, is it on the radio or do they let you stream audio? Can you like? No, nah, you got you got you got a little radio. Okay. Uh, you, you know that you put you could put headphones on and listen uh -huh. to it yourself. I was in my cell a lot because I, I actually qu acquired an escape charge at some point, point in there. So they put me in somewhere special. Wait, so hold, to the radio. Hold on a second. I was in the. Uh, hold on, Travis. Since you're a free man yeah. right now, hopefully you can talk about this. Yes, sir. I love uh, the language you used. I acquired an escape charge. Did yeah, you earn yeah, this acquired uh, escape charge, uh, Travis? I, well, it was an extremely unfortunate sequence of events. I bet that, it was that led to that led to his escape charge. But it, you know, the <laughs> funny thing is, uh, before I went to prison, so the last time I drove a vehicle, I was in a police chase, right? <laughs> so when I get out of prison, the next time I literally, the next time I'm in a vehicle is a 18 wheeler at a truck driving school. Nice. You know I mean, so I, yeah, so it <laughs> went from a police chase to driving a truck, but. No, I do. I do a really good job, though. Okay, oh, well, I, I bet you do. And I'm happy I'm, that you, I'm, that I'm you're getting, a productive a member of yeah. society. Thank you. In in yeah, your cell, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting a hazmat. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, cool. Oh, you get a hazmat uh, license? I'm yeah. I'm trying. Yeah, good for you, man. But yeah. in in your cell, did you have a poster of Raquel Welch? No, no. <laughs> of who? I'm just trying to figure out how you were <laughs> trying to escape. Oh, basically, I was in a hospital. It's a kind of a long story, but basically, I made my way to a hospital and I cut the handcuffs off and ran and they and made it through the hall, made it to where the emergency room people are, ran out where the emergency room was and scared the hell out of a lot of people and, right. and uh, got tased. Oh, right. I mean, and uh, yeah, I got tased, and after that, they put four pairs of handcuffs on me. Did that add to your time? Yeah. Oh well. They well, not really. They gave you they they gave you a a, a sentence of five years, but they ran it concurrent. Mm. So, but but they in Texas they do what's called G for you, and and it's a bad place to be. Um, it it really is. Yeah. Well, uh, you're right, once yourself. you once you acquire the escape charge, when you've got that on your yeah, you're what forever. yeah you're you're what's called a security precaution designator after that, and you have to go to where they normally send people who get in trouble in prison but when you get in trouble in prison you're only back there like a year or six months if you're a security precaution designator you have to do 10 years back Oof. there no matter what there's no way out well yeah, I, yeah it's a 
That's tough yeah, time. So, uh, Good luck with that hazmat yeah, license, Travis. That's tough time. So what do you yeah, haul it now? Yeah, so, so you've been a truck driver for three years. Do you haul different merchandise, or do you work for one particular company? Well, it's been a, 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 I've worked for three companies since I, I started driving a truck. At first, all I had I couldn't drive out of the state, so I, I had to, I literally applied. I had a, I got a CDL, but all the companies that will train train you, you have to drive out of the state. So I had to go with a flatbed company. I literally applied at 92 different places when I first got wow. my CDL, 92, to find somewhere I could stay inside Texas. And then uh, I did that, and then I got a job driving a reefer, just, which was better. And then recently, uh, about a few months ago, I started with a company that does uh, there's a really good company and, and, and uh, to work for, really nice trucks and, and um but they haul mostly hazmat stuff, but they're giving me some time to get a hazmat. But they so right now I've got a non hazmat load from a chemical company. Mm. Right. Well, you know I mean? will you get a pay yeah. raise with the hazmat license? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. Even yeah, even man, this this is a good company. Even without the pay raise, they, they pay more than most truck companies. So, so how, it's good. How long did it take you to be able to go out of state? I had to get off parole. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, was, I was on. I was on. I had a few years of parole. Right. So once you get, yeah, once you get off parole, which yeah, some people have driven the truck out of state on parole. But I, just, I just didn't want to mess with it. I understand I that. Stress. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, you know I mean? you're so, a hardworking member of society now. Screw that. Even I mean, you, yeah, all, no all that can be behind you now. That's great. Uh, yeah. So. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. I appreciate it. Travis. Yeah. Uh, you're the man. Uh, I, I love yes, it. Sir. No, you. y'all, no, y'all, y'all, y'all are the man. Deal. I appreciate y'all being on the air. I, I appreciate Glenn's show. Um, you know, Bill back then, Bill O'Reilly. That's the only access I had to Bill O'Reilly every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not, awesome. <laughs> believe, believe it or not, I like I like that. So, so uh, uh, I mean, I, I know though. you're I know you're hauling uh, non hazmat. Uh, stuff so i mean i have to hear the horn travis i mean that's a that's a, that's you a me, you want me to blow the horn yeah, hold, hold on hold on <laughs> y'all probably can't hear i got one hell of a uh noise cancellation uh, yeah you do on. no doubt it was low you can't hear i just i just talked it you couldn't hear it hold on yeah we heard and roll the window yeah uh, yeah. uh well look y'all take it easy man it's been awesome talking <laughs> to you guys man uh, be safe you know out I mean? there y'all keep it up yeah travis thank you very much man i appreciate it be safe that's good. Right. Uh, High-speed chase into the uh, cab of a big rig. I feel safe. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Be safe out there, Travis. God bless no you. No doubt about I'm it, glad you're out Do there not working. acquire any more escape charges. Pat Gray. Welcome to it. Thanks for coming along for the ride today. Uh, Mr. Gray on vacation uh, at Pat Unleashed is uh, the Twitter account which you can uh, which you can use to participate in the show. Uh, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust first before we get into uh, before we get into some tweets. Uh, trying to uh, sell your home is challenging. Uh, that's why you need a real estate agent who's going to come in and take charge of the situation. Need the house painted? They have who you need to talk to. Need to replace the stairs in the backyard? They're going to know the guy to call. Uh, roof repairs, they're going to know who to take care of it. It's the kind of service you're looking for in a real estate agent. The real estate agents I trust is Glenn's company. And when you have the kind of agents who work 
with us working for you, you can rest assured that you're going to be in the hands of a capable team. You know, it all started when Glenn was trying to sell his uh, house in Connecticut, and uh, it never sold. And uh, he kept going through real estate agents, and they kept baking bread and putting balloons out front, and that didn't seem to work. So he decided to put something together that would work. And that's why these agents will see you through your selling process from the day you interview them until the moment you sign on the dotted line. And the same goes for buying a home. When you choose your agent through real estate agents I trust, you've just partnered yourself with a competitive winning machine, a team of people who are going to see it through to the end for you. Real estate agents I trust. I mean... The name pretty much says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay. So, uh, got some tweets here from uh, Small Mouth Bass. Uh, overspending and ridiculous debt level is a feature not a bug politicians would rather rule in hell than serve in heaven mm-hmm. it does uh it does seem that way doesn't it, it feels does intentional uh, the government can eliminate student loan debt why not just eliminate the national debt that's what i've been saying just make <laughs> it all go to zero all of it zero. oh i'm sure other countries that we owe that money to would just be thrilled at that policy tough that's what we're doing. It's all zero. We're starting again. I mean, that's my plan. That's, what was, that's uh, my platform I'm running on. What was it? Uh, <laughs> was it Rashida Tlaib? Uh, no, it wasn't Tlaib. It was uh, the other member of the squad. Uh, somebody had the, uh, let's just print the trillion-dollar coins. Right. Just mint those. And, all uh, right. But see, you don't need to do that if you just make everything go to zero. Everything's zero. Yeah, Start, yeah. Every, Why everything even? starts again. No matter where you're at, starts again. <clears throat> That's my plan. Uh, <laughs> paper shortage is already here, according to Sniper BBB. Uh, I'm on the board of a Trappers Association, and we are discussing the possibility of having to change how we print our magazine because our printer is having issues getting paper. Whoa. I don't know. Uh, there's Sniper Triple B. Uh, there's a thing called the Internet. You don't need paper. What are you doing with magazines? Well, are some you people kidding me? like magazines? paper and being tactile and do I, they? Nothing comes to mind. Maybe know. some show prep uh, issues I, there. How many, seriously, how many trees have you killed for this show? Oh gosh, I mean, what's the an over entire forest? <laughs> and I mean, like a national forest. I mean, those. I remember my, my first wife. She helped start a magazine in Illinois, and then it moved to Vermont. And mm. I can remember getting, you know, sending. They had to go send it to the printers, and then they had to a lot of processes, whole processes. And then, and then the thing was invented called the internet. Not familiar. <laughs> Not familiar with what you speak. Uh, just incredible. I don't quite understand why. I mean, I, I know everybody. Oh, you have something that you can hold in your hand. Absolutely. You want to uh, feel it. Okay. All right. That's how I roll. All I right. mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like that here with the show. I'm like that with, like, fantasy football. I'll print up tons of stuff before the draft where, like, all of my league mates will be 
looking at their computers and be like, wait, I printed up that thing somewhere. Where There's the receivers I'm going to draft, you know. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. That's how my brain rocks, you know. Sorry. I know, Grandpa. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, we, I remember when we used to have to print everything, too. I know. Makes for clutter, too. It's, I know. Sorry. I know. I know. My wife, my wife now is the same way. She loves the the books and the magazines and the paper, printing stuff out. And I'm like, just keep it on your phone. It's all you gotta do is type it up. It's yeah, but right what if the battery dies? But what, what if, if I can't get internet? Does? I don't know. What if I? If you, you can't know what? Get internet. Hang on a the second. The world is ended. It's okay. Uh, try getting into a sporting event when you don't have a cell signal. Because they, they took away the, the uh, paper tickets, and it's all digital now. Right. And in fact, that has happened very recently. What are you going to do? You're going to print it up while you, you got the chance. <laughs> Same thing before you go to the airport. What are you going to do? Just saying. Pat Gray Unleashed. Now, Jeffy. Welcome to it, yes. Can, can you read that story that I just threw right in front of you before we came back here? Because we were talking about the perils of digital fill-in-the-blank. Print it up, print it up. And what's this story? College football fans across yeah. the country uh -huh. can't access digital tickets because of a nationwide outage. This story from Saturday, September 10th, which Correct. was... Uh, College football Saturday. Digital ticket systems aren't working all over the country at multiple college football stadiums. Mm -hmm. The schools have called it a nationwide outage. Yeah. It is preventing fans from accessing their tickets on mobile devices. Yeah, schools. Uh... Michigan, Georgia yep. Tech, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, mm -hmm. Nebraska, Arizona, Purdue, UCLA, James Madison. Nobody cares about James Madison. Born Bowling Green. Nobody cares about Bowling Green. <laughs> Washington, William & Mary, Miami of Ohio. There's a few schools in there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, the Doing the, the fans a favor, not letting them in. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Uh -huh. uh, the company at the heart of the outage appears to be the Irvine-based P-A-C-I-O-L-A-N. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So I found, I found an update to that story because you hadn't heard about this, and apparently they got it resolved just in time to let fans in for their Saturday games on September 10th. But, I mean, here's a tweet from, from uh, I don't know who this is, uh, but she says, schools are reporting that this company – the number one ticketing provider uh, in college athletics yeah. that powers 75% of Power 5 teams yeah. is down nationwide. At many games, plus college clients. At so many games true. I worked, people came up to me with ticket problems since I had a credential. I guess she was standing near the gate. Uh, online ticketing can be a mess. Yes, it can. What do you do um, if it's down? All right, and you have, I mean, you have a school that, oh, you know, let's say, let's pick a school that somebody cares about. Uh, uh, Nebraska, yeah. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Yeah. All right, so I'm just saying you have a, 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 I know, Georgia Tech, I got it, Bowling Green, just messing with you. Um, but if you have a, these stadiums are anywhere from, Fifty to one hundred and ten thousand fans. University of Michigan Stadium is one hundred and ten thousand, one hundred eleven thousand. Right. So, let's say eighty thousand has digital tickets. I mean, what do you do? What do you do if it's down? Everybody, come on in. At Here some we go. point, at some point, you pretty much have to do that, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you're just all right. Or do you delay the game start? You have to. 
I mean, you can't go with the game. And the TV people are going to be going, uh, no, so we are starting the game. Rob came in here during the break, and he's like, well, that's why you take a screenshot, which I which, do of everything. Right. And I, then, I've used it at, at movie theaters like that. Right. And I mentioned to him when he came back here, I said, oh, yeah, I, I totally do that. In fact, I did it to get into a Falcons game years ago. And they it said, no, it has to be the little thing has to be moving. And I'm like, the little thing has to be moved. So I had to log in. I was like, which email address did I use my Falcons tickets? Ugh. And then it took forever. And I'm standing there, you know, off to the side, stupid. We are when playing you say, with when you say fire. It took forever. Ten we are minutes? playing with fire with this digital insanity right here. And and this is uh, you've got uh, too much access to our data and reliance on digital stuff, and it's only going to get worse. As evidenced I'm by the saying, next story. Why do you need why do you need paper? We have the internet. That's all I'm saying. As evidenced by this next story, we are living in <laughs> dangerous times. Which is what I teased. I talked about the White House, uh, the framework that the White House wants to use regarding regulating crypto. Mm. Which is good. I mean, yeah. Anytime you get the government involved, it's mm-hmm. gonna turn out great mm. for you. Uh, the White House released its first ever framework on how it would like to regulate cryptocurrencies. Oh. It allows an executive order. That would that would put him to 100. Because <laughs> he's at 99 yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. See that. <laughs> uh, which he called on federal agencies to issue reports examining the risks and benefits of cryptocurrencies. Nine reports were submitted to the White House. Notably, the White House framework states that the Treasury Department and Federal Reserve will consider a central bank digital currency. No. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell previously said the primary incentive for the U.S. to create its own central bank digital currency would be to eliminate the need for other forms of digital currencies in America. No. What? No. Huh. Hell no. You wouldn't need stable coins. You wouldn't need cryptocurrencies if you had a digital U.S. currency. No. According to Jerome Powell, the chair of the Federal Reserve, I think that's one of the stronger arguments in its favor. No. Do you? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Would you? Oh, uh, my goodness. Uh, and okay. then getting into a college football game is the least of your worries. At that, your government-backed digital currency to buy bread? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can totally have access to fill-in-the-blank. Just roll up your sleeve and get this vaccine. Well, some have said there's uh, it's called something uh, the Great Reset. Mm. And, oh yeah, uh, so, yeah. It's uh, I, somebody wrote a Why book. Why are the letters it, E, S, and G coming to mind right now too? <laughs> and uh, social credit time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and Dangerous. especially if we get to uh, the digital currency that specifically is for the U.S. I mean, they'll just put it into your account and you'll Mm -hmm. and they'll take out whatever money you have in your account if you have money in your account uh you know like so many of us have so much extra cash in our accounts now i don't know what to do with it and then you'll say wait 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 i've got a paper version of this no no yeah we'll turn that Uh, in wait what do you mean turn this in that's worth now half but it's printed up though yeah i know i know but man we're we're sorry. But you don't like the George no, Washington? Nobody's going to take it. And huh? the bank doesn't even really want it, but they'll take it off your hands and they'll credit your account 25 cents. It was worth. You're not lying. It was worth a whole dollar, but we're going to credit your account 25 cents for that. Now, so, if you wait a week, it'll only be worth 20 cents. You could do that now. I mean, so. my boss says, look, my boss says you probably should do it now, but I'll, I, you can keep it if you want. And it's coming. Dangerous, 
dangerous. We are on the doorstep of... You think... You think they've exercised control so far. Just wait until I mean, the it, it digital like, currency is the only game. Now. They're just doubling down on mm -hmm. everything now. Because at one point you thought, no, that's, uh, they've gone Science far fiction. enough. That's, that's never happening. They've gone right? far enough. And they just keep doubling down. Now, if Pat were here, he might be saying, Mark of the Beast. <laughs> 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 now, just because Klaus Schwab has talked about... Uh, Having people uh, with their brain implants. Oh, right? that, don't we have that story? Yeah, that's in there somewhere. I mean, I, I saw the headline of where Schwab has wanted, talked about putting, uh, this was at one of his World Economic Forum gatherings, and who doesn't enjoy those? Mm. Uh, he talked about putting uh, brain, chip, brain chip in everyone so that, you know, we just keep track. And we know what you're thinking, so it's fine. Don't worry about it. And that's fine. If we, it's fine. We, there you go, Klaus. <laughs> Not a douchebag. It's, it's printed up. It's uh, quicker to, to reach for it than if you have to like search for it, right? <clears throat> I mean, I could. I was just computer. about ready to use the internet. Yeah. It would have come right up. I don't know. I'm what's... sure it would have. <laughs> Through sanitized sources that you just uh, went to on the fly yeah, out see, of this convenience. Was, this was like uh, this was a few years ago, right? In 2017. So it's not even today. It was a while ago mm. that he was planning. Yeah, but I think there was an update on that. No. Uh, it's the brain implant fantasy laid out by the WEF director Klaus Schwab during his 2017 talk on forcing implants into the brains of humans and tracking their every thought. And he was joined on stage by Google co-founder uh, Sergey Brin, uh, which is just, you know, he's one of the key players in the transhumanist scene. Dangerous. <laughs> Can we just print up my brain? <laughs> I love how this story talks about the uh, the mega rich heir of a leading Third Reich industrialist. I believe Klaus. Uh, I think his dad worked for the Nazis. Right? Didn't, didn't everybody's dad his over there dad, work for the Nazis? His dad worked. Went. His dad went. Uh, I feel like his dad worked mm -hmm. outside of Germany for the Nazis. His company made, uh, I can't remember the story now of what his dad, it doesn't matter. But, uh, you know, that's, I love how it just, we're just touching on that Third Reich industrialist. <laughs> but we're in a bad place, right? I mean, that's for sure. There, you know, and, and look, if you could make the case that if I could get an implant, and then I could just, I don't have to have Here a wallet. Go. Here we go. I don't have to have a wallet. This is how they get you. I don't know. You could just, you know what, just scan me. So convenient. I know. Just scan me. It's easy. I don't have to worry about it. I just go into the store, boop, and uh, you know, it's, it's done. What if you go to the store and instead of boop, you hear, and you're like, whoa, what's the That's deal? That's not going to happen. What's the deal? That's not going to happen. And they go, please step over here. No. And what is your name? See, that's just crazy talk. You are Jeff Fisher of Chewing the Fat. See? Wait, I just combined multiple did languages say? there. <laughs> See? Uh, you said this yeah, two did, days ago? Did you say something the other day? Uh, it was a joke. About Klaus. Joke. We do not uh, think that's funny. Yeah, uh, Klaus would like to see you. We're the ones who will consider what a joke is, Mr. Fisher. Right, right. <laughs> So that'll never happen. So you will have to that'll go. Never happen. We Don't need you, know you to post on your socials. 
that you love the Klaus, and then you can have some milk. I'm not kidding. I know. I, I mean I know. that a hundred percent. I know. And it, I just look. All I wanted. I just wanted to get my milk. So I didn't have to worry about it, okay? We will wait while you type 280. You Boom. must use all 280 characters to praise Klaus. And then uh, and then once we reset everything, maybe by next week you'll get your yeah. boop. Yeah, back. you're not going to get it today. We gotta. Yeah, it's got to no. go through the uh, the oversight, yeah. you know, international world governing what body. About, what about, I just wanted to get some milk and eggs here. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen today. Maybe you send your kid in or something. He might still have his boop left, but... You don't. Not today. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. But it was convenient. Terrifying time. It was convenient. We are going to look back at this time and think, man, we should have stopped this train from barreling down the tracks. But no, everybody mocked Keith in his paper print up how many trees you're killing bit. Okay. I don't know where to go. Just, I, there's so just, many, there's just so remember, many Keith's left. the same guy that told you this room was poisoned, too. Huh? Okay, so when you say poison, see, that's where the mocking it's, it's all It's, it's all behind it's just clogged here. Up. It's, I believe yeah, it's the behind air filters, the, the air filters. Well, no, it's that, too. See, I used to change the air filters. I know. And then they built, they put a different HVAC yeah, they have different up there. Handlers up there. And now. now you have to call a maintenance person to come out here every six months, which I know that they're doing. Uh, religiously, Absolutely. they're coming out here and cleaning it out instead of I you guys see, depending on me. I see them out here all the time. The I see maintenance guys walking around all the time. Walking around. Are they climbing up there too? I'm assuming they are. Oh, okay. Well, how's your, how's your stuffy head feeling? That's fine. You still assuming? That's fine. Don't worry about yeah, it. I'm sure they're cleaning it. Every six months, every six weeks, I'm we're not, up there, Malinak. I'm, I'm not getting the boop yet, so I don't know if I'm still good or not. <laughs> Have you lost your boop? Oh, you know, you were wondering what to get to. I hope at some point you sent in the video of the New York thing. I don't know if we have time. That video is everywhere. You know, I saw this video a couple days ago, and I thought, no big deal. It's just another violent story. The guy is getting beat up. Yeah. The guy's the guy. Well, the guy is getting beat up. So he is hitting on some chick that wants nothing to do with him. That's what witnesses say. And he would not leave her alone. That's what witnesses say. So these okay. guys, these three guys at this McDonald's in Manhattan approach him and are like, bro, get out of here. And, and then, then, is that when they started slapping him and punching him hold in on, the head? Hold on, hold on. I honestly don't know who threw the first punch. I'm not, whatever. I'm not taking sides at all here. Because there's a lot that probably happened before the camera started rolling. But this guy then goes and gets a hatchet out of his backpack. Right. But he had already been slapped after, after on the head punched, and yeah. punched The three guys were the punching him, yes. and he stood there, and he Absolutely. took it. And, and then, then, he, he, then he went to his backpack. Yeah, we do have the video, so go ahead. Yeah, and why are we video. describing this thing? That's another day in New York. So so stuff starts. Now it's already violent. That's, that's him right, right there. Yeah. With the blue shorts on the backpack. So I have no idea what's happened before this other than right. Yeah, we don't know the interaction what between they say, him and a woman. They that's say, all. Right. So now we're fighting. Now we're fighting because we're in New York, and that's apparently right. nobody takes the garbage out of the. Uh, it's full. It's been a busy day. It's been a busy day there in it's been Manhattan. Been a busy day. Okay, so we're done here. Apparently not. Yeah. He's just in. so he's just instead of leaving, he's just going to be there. 
that's that's another issue with this. Again, take the trash out in New York. <laughs> and I mean that. I mean that literally and figuratively. People. We've lost people. They don't. Now, right now, do. he's reaching in his bag. Now he's going into his bag. I can't believe that the guy is just standing there. You now know this guy saying? comes up. He's going to mess with him again, oh. and he says, "Oh, hey, no." And so he pulls out his axe or his hatchet. Breaking things. Now, oh my gosh, this is insanity. So when do you shoot the guy? Honest question. I realize it's New York. Now he goes into this one girl's face here in a second. Now she should have run. The girl in the pink pants should have taken off right there. Well, she's busy mouthing at him. Uh, I think she's cowering. No. What? Right there. No, he slapped her. She's busy mouthing at him. Uh, That's why he's slapping her. And he's he, not slapping. I'm talking about the girl sitting in the in the thing because he gets right in her face with the hatchet. Well, not in this video. And now, so he said, and I saw an interview with him. Oh, did you? Uh, okay. One of the New York news stations. <laughs> How does he seem? Like a normal guy? Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, just he's, snap. A, he's a New York uh, delivery guy. Okay. And he says he carries his hatchet, and he, he kind of half smiled because he said he uses it, you know, for trees and cars. You know, so he's riding his bike. He's a bicycle <laughs> delivery guy in New York. And, they, I mean, they're everywhere in the city. And so he's, I'm sure he's used it in the past to, for cars that may have cut him off. Uh, I, I'm guessing, I don't know that. He could not, he looked, and he said he had no intention of chopping anyone up. He didn't seem stable in that video. Well, he didn't hit any humans. He chopped up a table, broke yeah. a glass wall, uh, chopped another wall. I didn't see any trees. Right, but, Maybe uh, after the but camera. he was also, uh, you know, after they were fighting, I understand. In the middle of this, in this brawl, but he's and damaging so, property. Well, uh, did, yeah, did the table punch him? No, but <laughs> what else? I mean, he's fighting back against these people, right? So I'm with you, but I feel like so after, you when you talk to it, him, but do you get in? Not in this video. I am terrified for this woman. I had no idea where this video was going. That lady in the pink pants you're talking about mouthing, whatever. I don't know. He gets right in her face holding the hatchet. Are you justified as a bystander to shoot that man at that point? Not in New York. I'm talking about in normal world. In normal world, you probably. I mean, he's got a weapon. But you're right. In New York, the guy's going to prison. Whoever shoots him dead there. Yeah, because he's not. But I, mean, I, I had hoped that the video that he, he's, I mean, he's right in her face, leaning in. I mean, he could have killed her. In yeah, a flash. absolutely, absolutely. And, what do you do? He said, and he said that he had no intention of doing that. So, I mean, how do you know that in the moment? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Which is why you don't shoot him. You violent person. Mr. Mr. Gun, Mr. Protect Everyone. I mean, I don't know. I, I would have gotten out of there had I been there in that particular establishment. It's understandable. I probably would have been out of there. Well, for sure when he pulled as the, the video out, starts. For sure when as he the video the starts. Watch this. Just, just, the first five seconds, please, Rob. The guy walking out with his yeah. McDonald's. All right. If that's a dude and other dudes, I'm that guy walking out. Okay, if I'm walking by and that guy is in that chick's face with the hatchet, I really have no idea. I know, I know, I don't know. It's a you know, it's a moment. But you've moment got you've got another girl. Remember when he goes over to the wall? She's like protecting the guy. What is that? What is that? 
that that was weak sauce. The the one guy, he's like he's like this, you know, and he's litting the, he's litting the girl stand between him and the guy. Well, oh no, what? What are you gonna do? Protect me. He's got an axe. <laughs> now he said, like I said, he said that he had no intention. But you're right. I don't know how you know that in the heat of the moment. I mean, he knows it, I guess, but you don't. And so you absolutely in New York, no way you bring him down. You're 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 in just as much trouble or more than him bringing him down. No question. Um, and I, you know, it's just it's just, look. It's another example of the cities getting out of control. Out of control, right? man. I mean, we have uh, New Orleans uh, now uh that is the murder capital of the country now right i Congrats mean the New highest, Orleans. they have the highest homicide rate of any major city so far this year good job so yeah good job, New Orleans. so chicago good job. can now say hey no no y'all leave us alone good with job. our weekend fun that's correct no, it's, not us. it's not us all right the chicago is 11.5 uh let's see the homicide rate was 11.5 in chicago 4.8 in los angeles 2.4 in New York City and uh, New Orleans has 41 homicides per 100,000 residents according to the Wall Street Journal so the uh, homicide rate is up 141% New Orleans baby congratulations keep it up what baby gross city keep it up so according to uh, a nonprofit that works uh, to reduce crime in the city and they're doing a great job Good job to the nonprofit that's I'm, reducing crime in the city. She, no, no, I'm not clapping for the nonprofit. No, I'm not clapping for the nonprofit. Shootings are up 100 percent. Carjackings are up 210 <laughs> percent. Armed robberies are up 25 percent, and the homicide rate is on pace to surpass last year's rate, which was the worst since Hurricane Katrina in mm-hmm. 2005. So, congratulations to New Orleans for cracking that. So, I mean, cities are, you know, they're. The crime is going through the roof. It's amazing that, you know, look, uh, as inflation increases, and I'm not trying to make excuses for the criminals, but as inflation increases and more people can't afford things, Mm -hmm. then, uh, you know, there's going to be a higher crime rate. Yep. Uh, It kind of works hand in hand. So, and I saw where, uh, oh, shoot, I think it was New Orleans too, right? Where they they were the New Orleans Coast Guard, the boater was arrested for opening fire on the Coast Guard helicopter. They went out to rescue them, and uh, he <laughs> so they responded to a call. The New Orleans Coast Guard they received a distress signal, and then so they went out to the position of the sailing vessel, which was. Uh, about 75 miles south of uh, Southwest Pass in Louisiana. And the guy started shooting at the helicopter. So they just left and sent the boats in and arrested him. But now we have people on boats that want to be rescued firing at our Coast Guard. Good stuff. Good stuff. Things are uh, things are looking up. Things are looking up uh, around the country. And again, congratulations to New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Not the nonprofit, though. No. We're reducing crime. Not the nonprofit. Not the for nonprofit. New Orleans, though. Yeah. That's number one. Congratulations, oh. you guys. You guys. I mean, your homicide rate is up 141 percent. Man, that doesn't that doesn't happen often. Congratulations, mm-hmm. <laughs> boy. I know. 
I know. And we have, oh, obviously we don't have time to play the video mm-hmm. of the sheriff that's uh, lodged uh, an investigation against uh, against DeSantis oh, in Florida. Oh, that guy. Oh. Investigation. Uh, Bexar County. In, uh, I think it's Bear County, right? Uh, I think that's how they pronounce it. Oh, is that right? It. I think I've never heard it pronounced. I think he, said it, I think he says it. He oh. called it because I heard him say in Bear County. Wait, what I is thought, it, Rob? What is it? Is it bear? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it's spelled with an X, so it's Bexar. Okay. Until this guy I gets know. out. Of, until this guy gets out of office, it's Bexar. You don't get to use the X <laughs> if you're not gonna pronounce it. Thank you. What's okay. the there? <laughs> I mean, the X. The X gets its chant. It's like, yes, I'm in a word. Wait, what? No, I'm silent. No, it's silent. The yeah, heck? It's silent. No. I know. I'm an X. I, know. I thought we had a thing called the internet. No. Oh. The exercise. So anyway, uh, you know, uh, Governor DeSantis is under investigation. So it gets better and better. Then, then investigate Joe Biden for doing the same thing only 70 times. Uh-oh.